0: And then he said that <laughs> okay. uh, that if if the death was unyamed uh, if the death was unyamt uh, okay so we're gonna not not gonna interrupt camping around <laughs> save, save, save all the questions for later. <laughs> if if the death was unyamed uh, then um, then the shiva has to be a shiva. Yeah, but again the three days that you already did, so they already comfort you. So you only have to comfort him four days into the shiva and the last three days you don't have to. And then he concludes that it counts the days of Yom count. So surely, what does he mean? It counts. Surely, it means he's going on the on the second case that even though the shiva begins after Yom but the shloshim we start counting from the death. So the answer is no. So this refutes what Rabbi answered. Uh, Rabbi explained to uh, no, that's not what he means. He's going on the beginning, on the first part. We only sat Shiva for two days before Yom Tov. So, so the Shleshim starts then, even though Yom Tov interrupts the Shiva, and you have to conclude the, the Shiva after Yom five days after Yom Tov. Eisve continue, I'll ask you. We have learned the Brahis, the Yom Tov is <laughs> included in the count of 30 days. Kate said, How? Who is buried in the beginning of the Yom Tov? He Start the Shiva after Yom Tov. He can't sit Shiva on Yom but during that time your work can be done on the others you can be lenient why? because you already had 7 days you weren't working on Yom Tov you're not allowed to work so you don't have to make a prohibition for 14 days and even his own servants could do work in his house discreetly. No one has to come visit him, no one has to comfort him, because already a whole yamtiv that were coming in comfort. Him. And it says clearly that the yamtiv does count, and here it says clearly spelled out. He's only talking about one case. He died in yamtiv. So it's a clear refutation to Rabba. It's so clearly that even though the Shiva starts, after Yamtiv, but the Shloshin begins Lord, from the death. From the burial. they bring? When the the <laughs> He said clearly, I feel it covered with Egel. Even if it was buried in the yamtiv, the slation begins. <laughs> instructed us, <"Ap-a-lazer>, but his <laughs> son, the same thing, I feel it covered with Egel. Okay, now a mission. says that the, the yomtiv cancels the shiva only if you already sat shiva for three days, because the first three days are the most intense part of the shiva, because that's when that's when the um, that's when the. Um, that's when the uh, the bechi, the first three days, Allah bechi, uh, crying. Tan the rabbanu, the rabbis learn kim kviy samitzu fulfilled the obligation of overturning the bed three days. For yam, he doesn't have to overturn it again. The Shiva, he's done with the Shiva. The rabbis argue. The rabbis argue. I feel, and that's the opinion of our mission, Abulazim. rabbis argue, and they say, even for one day, even one moment. You sat Shiva for one moment before Yamtiv, it's over. <laughs> what a special neshama. Imagine a neshama that dies right before Yamtiv It means, uh, you don't have to cry for this neshama. the happy neshama, goes straight to Gan Eden, is telling the family, don't mourn for me. it's mourn for me for one minute, that's enough. these are the words of Yomtev. And these are the words of Ishil. That's the argument. Abelazah, the son of Rab Shimon. Yes, Abelazah is the son of Rab Shimon. He says, Abelazah says, that Beishamah is the one who holds the three days. Says, even one day. And of course, whenever there's an argument, who's the law? Follow. And that's the law. I'm going say, i even one day, even one moment. Rav said, however, the law follows our time. three days he need three days in order for the Yom to cancel the ship, He the three days. Ravinik, de Ravin came to a town of Suda by the Euphrates. Ravin, said what's the that's the Allah, that indeed is the Allah. Uh, That's the says these three rabbis were sitting on the porch. of and the matter came up between them. Where do we know you have to sit seven days to mourn? because it says, and Amma is in the prophet, I will turn the festival into mourning. So Shiva, just like a festival seven days. Sukkot is seven days. Pesach and Sukkot is seven days. But Shmini we're not counting; it's a separate day. So two, the morning is for seven days. Mm -hmm. Okay, but most holidays, the majority of the holidays are are, are seven days. Yeah the yeah. So Shavuos is one day. If you're learning from Chag, it's also a Chag. It's so maybe only one day. The says, we it, the, Shavu is. the analogy to Shavuos comes to teach us what the said. i the said, and we know that if you found out about the death. A, a, a long time after the act, after the death let's say you find out so then you only have to mourn for one day your mother will will explain what do you mean far away how much later after the death is it considered that it's 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 so 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 much later? They only have to sit one day. How do we know you only have to sit one day? See, it says a says through the prophet. I am going to turn your festival into morning. We find that Shavuot is also called Chag. So therefore, some some. Pesach and Sukkot are seven days Shavuos is one day so it depends if you find out if if it's on time and it's the actual time of the death then you have to sit the full seven days if you find out much later not at that time of the actual death then it's enough to sit one day Talmud Rabbana the Rabbis learn. If you hear of a death and it's it's the actual time in real time, then you have to sit shivan. You have to count thirty days. If it's a, if it's a delayed report, then you only observe the morning for one day. What's the halachic definition of of close and the far? If you hear within the thirty days, if you hear after thirty days after they passed away, is right? You know the olden days. I don't even know when did the Rebbe find out that his father passed away. You know, his father was in Kazakhstan. The Rebbe was here in America. You know, there was no communication. I don't even know. I don't know if the Rebbe found out right away, or if after thirty days. And you only have to, only have to sit one day shiva. Dear Kiv, hmm. that's the opinion of Kiv. The rabbis say. The rabbis disagree, and they say that it doesn't matter if it's if it's if it's real time or you hear it much later. You have to sit the full shiva, and you have to do the full shleish. What's the law? Whenever you find that the individual is lenient and the majority is stringent, usually we follow the rabbi. We follow the stringent opinion. It's stringent and it's the majority opinion. In other words, in general, we follow the opinion. The Torah says you follow the majority opinion. And the truth is, the truth is you follow the majority even if it's lenient as well. But the mud is just highlighting that when it comes to mourning, even though it's the majority and even though they're stringent, in this case, we follow the individual. This is the exception. Every rule has an exception, including that rule itself. Even Rabbi Kiva is a sole opinion, and he's lenient, and the rabbis are strict. When it comes to general rule, when it comes to mourning, we always follow the lenient opinion heard about, about his father's death, but it came late and it was a distant place, there was no instant communication. By the time he found out, it was already past 30 days. Also, and shmur, he can passed and he said, It's past 30 days, therefore, you only have to mourn for one day. I got by keeping. he heard that his mother passed away in Also, shmur, he said, that they said it's only one day, it's only one day. Hey, asked you a question: when do we say that a delayed reporting is only, only more for one day? May the, the other five relatives. The seven relatives that a person has to sit in mourning for. What are the seven relatives? The father, of the mother. Yes. Two. the sister. Son, the daughter. Son, the daughter. And the wife. Right. So only at five of the seven. Five of the seven. Then if it's if it's if it's not on time, it's not a timely. You heard it much later. They only sit one day the mother and a father. Shiva or doesn't matter when you hear it. You always have to sit the full shiva. So in these two cases, it was a mother and a father. so How could you say that you only sit one day, you only mourn one day? So Rav answered, Amalei, that b'raise is an individual tannable. it's really because We don't hold like that. The, the Rabbi Kiva didn't make any distinction. Rabbi Kiva says, it doesn't matter. Even on your mother and the father, it's only one day mourning. And you learn the b'raise... Um, who is this individual Tana who makes a distinction between mother and father and the other five relatives? It the begins a story. The father of Rabbi Tzaddik passed away in Ginza, far away. We do We found that about three years later. Ben He asked Elisha Ben Avuya, the great Rabbi, when he was still a Rabbi before he became a heretic. Huh. And and his colleagues, what should I do? Amaruni said, "You have to observe the full shiva and the full shleishim." And when the son of Rabbi Achie died, and they asked um huh. and they told his father, who was in Israel, it was after thirty days. Yashvole Shiva shleishim. Rabbi Ache was following the opinion of the rabbis who so we'll argue with Rabbi Kiv and say, You always on all relatives, you have to sit the full Shiva Shlash shle- and shle- Mashiva. However, he said, as <laughs> you start the clock over, any of the 80 days of the second female that was miscarried, you're also exempt from it. But anyway, in the previous bray he brought this is the opinion of Elisha, Elisha Navuya. He holds that a mother and a father is is, is is unique, are unique. So he means he doesn't mean literally only one person, Elisha Navuya and his colleagues, but that this is not the accepted opinion. Abachia holds like the rabbis. So he sat Shiva The full Shiva The full Shlashim For his son Even though it was past 30 days 30 days after he passed him. Is this so? Who was the nephew He was the son It's a female of the of the brother. Brother. Abhiyo, uh, Evo. He was the son of Evo, Ravchia's Dab- 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 brother. Dab- and he was also the son of Ravchia's Dab- sister. Because they were both half sister It was a half brother to Dab- and it was a half sister to Dab- But the sister and the brother, the half brother and half sister, were not related to each other. So they were able to marry each other. Hmm. Dab- Khiya, they were each a half brother and half sister. Ravchia so Dab- was his uncle both ways. He was his uncle from his, his mother's half-brother and his father's half-brother. <laughs> so Kitzalak Lihazam Kitzalak Lihazam went from Babylonia to the land of Israel. Where lived. So he asked him, is your father <laughs> Evo alive? Is my brother alive? Is your father alive? We continue inside. We B. He said, He as she says, "Why are you asking on your father? Why aren't you asking my mother? She's your half sister." Amalei, <laughs> 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 why are you asking on your mother? you should ask on your sister. He didn't want to say that they both died. Take off my shoes after mourning. My brother and sister died. <laughs> Carry my clothing after me to the bathhouse. Even though you're not allowed to bathe during Shiva. But he was trying to teach his students, since it's a delayed report, he only has to sit for one day. And not only one day, part of the day is like the whole day. So he's going to take off his shoes, sit Shiva for a moment, then he's going to go to the bathhouse, and Shiva is over. So we learn from here three things. Shmami no not other the The mourner is not allowed to wear shoes, leather shoes. We also learn from the shmur dechek and the that if if you hear later, not in real time, you hear much later than after thirty days, then sitting Is enough for one day and even a part of the day. Shmam may not Part of the day is enough. And five, uh, so, what uh, uh, mother... so, what do we see? That even in a mother. One of them for certain births. And she like I said before, the rest of the certain are obligatory on her. the one for the doubt. is not She's allowed to eat the and So Allah, Allah. the same ones I guess so here was a, a brother and a sister and he didn't, he only sat one day and here of when he heard that his son died, he sat the full shiva. so he says no, it's not the same person two different people Achia is one, one, one person of Achia, follow followed the majority opinion I followed Rabbi Kiva, the leading opinion that you only sit one day impartial partial day and that's fine of Achiev followed the, uh, the majority opinion and he sat the full Shiva. Two, two different people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What if he hears within 30 days? But after Yomtiv, it's 30 days. He can't sit Shiva and but by the time Yomtiv is over, it's already 30 days. So what do you do? So he got it's thirty days. We count the yomtov, and when after the you have to sit shiva. ready, it's thirty days. He so only sits for one day, even though he heard about it within the thirty days, but he couldn't do anything about it. But now that the thirty days passed, I guess the pain is dull. It's not the same. Therefore, and the neshama already moved on. So therefore after thirty days Mashab moved on, so you don't have to you know if the more and one day is enough. It's up to the Muhammad. If you receive the current report on Shabbos. And by the end it became delayed. He only observes. He only day observes on one day of mourning. So they use all the money in that chest, for the women Because Shabbos, he can't. He can't the mourn on Shabbos. The public mourning. You can't mourn on Shabbos. So therefore, it's as if he, he, he received word after Shabbos, and by then it's already past thirty days. Therefore, he only has to sit one day. but he hears after 30 days you have to tear kiri or not you have to rend your garments or not So he says (laughs) you don't rend your garments he argues and says you do rend your garments is <laughs> according to me that I say you don't rent your garments that's why you don't mourn for seven days do you rend the garments and then you only sit Shiva for one minute the Sigmata says really we don't find such a, such an instance we only you rent the garments. He don't say <laughs> <achieve. inaudible> <See> the father of <inaudible> say the brother of <inaudible> in front of <inaudible> We learn <inaudible> Someone who has no garments to rent to tear. In other words, it's not his garments. He borrowed clothing. So he can't tear someone else's garments. Mm-hmm. In his dam in Liberty Shiva and then he finally gets he gets his own garments and during the Shiva, then he can render after Shiva after Shiva day, you don't rent, you don't tear it's over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the when heard this brayzer responded you have to qualify this ruling regarding the five of the seven relatives that you have to accept you do rent even the shiva has passed. Yeah, hmm. so you could observe you could rend the garments even though you're not sitting shiv mm? after the shiv is yeah, over so, so what's uh, your big question what's, your, what's uh, uh, rab, the Mani's uh, question Rabbi the the rab says you do, say chan- can tear and only sit for one day ruling of Rab out of respect a- for your mother and the father, <laughs> it's not that you're fulfilling the mitzvah of rending your garments. Really, rending your garments is connected with shiv. He said you should rend your garments. Nothing to do with the obligation of rending your garments. It's a token of respect for your parents. So, so of course, if you hear if you hear your parents died after thirty days. Mm. So you have to you have to rend your garments. So what's the alocha? The follows ramani. So any in the in in if, if there's a death of a relative other than a parent, if you do not rend the clothing during shiva, you don't do so. You don't do it after shiva. When, or if it's a distant, if it's much later, you don't you don't you don't tear the shiva. You, you don't you don't rend your garments. But if your parents however out of a token of respect you rent your garments. Not to fulfill the mitzvah of rending your garments but just as respect. rabban and the rabbis learn all those kohen. that the Taita says that the Kayan is allowed to Allowed to, even though Cain is not allowed to become impure, but for his relatives he's allowed to. And Avel is obligated to mourn for them. It's obligatory. And who are these mourners? Who are these relatives that you must mourn for them? Ishta, his wife, Avivim, his mother's father, Achivaches, his brother and sister, and Abitis, son and daughter. The rabbis added to this list you have to absorb, you have to mourn even though Cain would not contaminate himself for them but you have to mourn also for your maternal brother, maternal virgin sister hmm. even though biblically a only is allowed to contaminate, must contaminate himself, is allowed to contaminate himself only for a paternal brother share the same father and a paternal sister but the rabbis added even, though, even if it's a maternal half sister half brother from the mother's side if it's a half yeah. brother and a half uh, half yeah. 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 sister from the father's side, then yeah. yeah. even the Kayin would have to contaminate it. But okay. if it's a half brother and a half sister from the mother's side, oh. the Kayin is not allowed to contaminate yeah. it. But the rabbi said that I the mourner sure must. You, you have to mourn for your half brother and half sister, even from yeah. even okay. for, if it's just from your mother. Do I have to do it myself? And also, your married sister doesn't matter, paternal or maternal, because a Kayin, once he's married. Once he's married, he doesn't... He doesn't... Uh, he's not allowed to contaminate himself. Though. She has a husband. It's only if she's a virgin, she didn't get married. Then he has to contaminate himself to his sister. So even though Cain is not allowed to contaminate himself to his sister, it's married. But, but he, here he must mourn for his sister even if she's married. Just like he mourns for these immediate relatives... So he also has to mourn for the secondary relations. (inaudible) Relatives of his relatives. (inaudible) So he would have to mourn, let's say, for his father's father. Or for his son's son. (inaudible) The relatives that they have to mourn on, so your relatives you have have to mourn on, you also have to mourn. if their relatives die, and they have to mourn, and you also have to mourn. He says, no. The only secondary mourning you have to mourn on is your grandfather and your grandson. This is the rule. Whoever mourns, he mourns for whom he himself would mourn. That if they are mourning, anyone that he would mourn on, if they are mourning, he has to mourn with them. Okay, what's the difference in this, Rabbi Kiva? That's exactly what Rabbi Kiva said. That's the opinion of Rabbi Kiva. What's the difference between these two opinions? The difference between them is. Is whether it has to be in his house. What about this? <laughs> <laughs> You only observe mourning in your wife's presence. She's mourning for a relative. You have to mourn. So, so the question is: That's the argument. You only have to mourn when they're present or not. According to Rabbi Kiva, it's nothing to do with their presence or not. You're obligated to mourn just like a regular mourn. Doesn't like you mourn for yourself? So you have to mourn if, if your relatives. You have to mourn on our are, are mourning their relatives you also have to mourn the rabbis say no you have to together with them the rabbis say kosher imoy together with them when you're at home when they're mourning sitting and you're at home with them you sit and mourn with them but the moment you leave the house you're not with them you don't have to today we don't we don't do that We only mourn on there seven relatives you have to mourn you don't mourn on the wife is a mourning you don't sit in mourning also uh, his father-in-law passed away. That was his brother-in-law. The son of his father in law passed away. Maybe I should mourn for him for seven days and 30 days. All the him and he found He was mourning. Could you want to eat a mourner's meal? What are you doing? <inaudible> in honor of your wife, you have to mourn for your father in law, for your mother in law but not but your you brother-in-law that mm-hmm. you're not wrong. only your mother-in-law and father-in-law like yes your wife has to it's mourn because it's her simple. brother very simple. but, but, but the rabbis only it's said it's you your wife. father-in-law or mother-in-law the of the of you don't have to mourn that's for all of your wife's relatives true. it's limited this to this her parents this, 18th, this grandfather was one of the Hasidic is the, you the young men, people, the man you mourn for a, mother, a son-in-law, a daughter-in-law. No, the only ones the mother says you mourn for is like a father-in-law, mother-in-law, but not a son-in-law, a daughter-in-law. And today we don't, we don't do it at all. Yeah, we we, this, we we don't follow this today, in general. you If he can't force his wife, who's in mourning, to apply makeup, eyeshadow, rouge. He should also overturn his own bed and observe mourning with him. so too she. If her father-in-law, her husband's father, mother, mother-in-law died, she's not allowed to apply eye shadow or root. She also has to turn over her bed and, and mourn. These seconds. Although they said... That his wife is not allowed to apply makeup. In truth, they said that she's allowed to. She could, she could pour his cup for him, make his bed, and wash his face, hands, and feet. So, So, it's a contradiction. Here, you're saying she has to mourn and here you're saying that she could uh, bathe in she's allowed to wash his feet and we're not worried that it's going to lead to marital relations so which are forbidden the morning is not allowed to so we can derive from this so you have to say in other words if she's a morning how is she allowed to wash his hands if she's a... So you have to make a distinction. The, the, the first, Bryce is talking about uh, mother-in-law, father-in-law. Then she has to mourn full-fledged. just like he mourns. But his other relatives, she doesn't have to observe any mourning. So since she's not observing mourning, she can, she can take care of him. She can wash his hands. and we're not worried that maybe he's not allowed to be intimate. We're not worried it's going to lead to intimacy. But she's not in mourning. Shmami, no, it's approved. This distinction is a clear distinction. When did we say that in honor of his wife, the husband has to mourn? Only in honor of his mother in law and father in law, not her other relatives like a brother or sister. The son of Amemar's son This is a grandson died. Mm-hmm tore his garments over him. His son, the father of the deceased, arrived. Amemet tore again his garment from his presence. Then remember, that he had torn his garment while sitting. Come, cut a moment. He stood up and he tore his garments a third time while standing. Because you have to stand when you rip your garment. How do we know that you have to stand when you rip your garment? See if it says He, think he it drove is a rose he And was tore his coat. Who no. says you have to stand? that's the case We continue on 21a that's the case, that's the case. It says that she stands, a leveret, leveret marriage. He says she says, I don't, know, I don't want to wish to take her. He says I don't want to take her. The brother, the brother says the brother says I don't want to take her. So you're also going to say it means you have to stand. But doesn't matter. It doesn't have to stand. He could sit. He could be leaning. So you see, when it says ba'omad, it doesn't mean necessarily that he that he stood up. That means he has to stand. So maybe it's just a figure of speech. It doesn't mean you have to physically stand. It means you have to yeah. stand up to the occasion or step up to the plate. Here it doesn't say, by it doesn't say he should stand up and say. It says, it doesn't say he should stand up and he should say. It says, and he stood up and he said, he will get up. Arose by Yaakov and he stood up by Yikran and he tore. Like he will arrive. Making the move to the colonies was difficult for some. You can imagine. That means. Among those who were some of the less scholarly businessmen. Right. if Vayakum is just like a figure of speech he will rise up and say but if Titan meant that he has to stand up, up he would have said like a, a commandment Vayamed he should stand he should rise up Vayaman he should say but when the verse is describing Job that he rose and tore his garments it's describing a single event it's not telling us a, a, an, an imperative that he So therefore, this is what happened. You have to take it at face value. This is what happened. He was sitting, and when he heard the news, he rose and he he tore his garments. So from this we learn, you have to stand up and you tear his garments. Okay, we'll stop over here. Everyone have a wonderful day.